Welcome to the Terry and Jesse show. Jess is recording in the studio for preparing for the Dodger Stadium prayer vigil. So I'm here with my guardian angel, and we've got a great show ahead of us because we're going to be talking about Catholics standing up for their faith. And that's just what we're trying to do here at VMPR with clarity and charity. Catholic school removes sacrilegious anti-Catholic photo from the curriculum after pushback. See, we can't stay quiet. When I tell you this story, you're going to say, well, I've got to stand up for that. That's, that is awesome that he would do something like that. Also, talking about standing up, Trevor Williams, a devout Catholic. He has a great picture for the Washington Senators, or, and he is calling for a boycott of Dodger Stadium for honoring the LGBT activities with uh, the sisters, supposedly, of perpetual... Uh, indulgences, which is a, a, ph- a phony group. And the third topic, again, Catholics standing up. These are young kids. California, again, thanks be to God, we're fighting back. California high schoolers revolt over LGBT pride video shown in a math class. They said, turn it off. Wow. I'm just saying this is the time for us Catholics. It's our Catholic moment. I remember... Newhouse's book 30, 40 years ago saying it's the Catholic moment. Maybe it is, because we're standing up and saying, not on my watch, you're going to attack my mother, the church, or my wonderful brides of Christ, the sisters. So this is what's so good about today in the church. Also, I have a a file here for things that are going on. I say, I call them a need-to-know file. I'm sure you're familiar with the AMA, which is the American Medical Association. They just voted down a resolution to protect babies, right, who survive abortions. They don't want to save their lives. This is the same medical association in 1973 that removed homosexuality as a mental disorder. So you can't really count on them. Wow, what a a world we're living in. Is this microphone on? Yeah. Remember, Bishop Robert Barron said, It's the sign of a corrupt church that stops thinking deeply about the truths of Christianity. A church that is against being precise about its teaching is a corrupt church. I would test to you right now, we have corruption in the church because of its ambiguity and it's not being precise about the teachings of church, teaching especially when it comes to morality. And uh, this is what Bishop Barron said. I just happen to agree with him. All right, let's get some soul food in our soul. Today's right from the Mount, the Sermon of the Mount, chapter 5 of Matthew, this time verse 20 to 26. Jesus said to his disciples, listen up when he said that, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, And whatever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raku, which will be answerable to the Sanhedrin, and whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the fury Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar, go first, be reconciled with your brother, 
and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court with him. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge and the judge will hand you over to the guard and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, you know, what a great gospel to give it, to send us off to a prayer at Dodger Stadium. Those folks who are ridiculing the Catholic faith, we have a temptation to be angry, but the Bible says you shouldn't be angry. Be liable to judgment. It says we have to, you know, love them with the truth. And that's why I was encouraging everybody to get the confession this week before we go down to pray at Dodger Stadium. Be in the state of grace. Pray for their conversion. And even when people will yell and scream and do you harm, the gospel is very clear. We have to love them with the gospel. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court with him. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will be not released until you have paid the last penny. So I think... Enemies, yes, our Lord teaches us not to hate our enemies, but to love them. All right, let's bring the smartest guy into the room. Fulton Sheen, full Sheen ahead. And this fits right in with the gospel. Bishop Sheen says, you may not like somebody, but you can still love because loving is a duty. It is good for your soul. And it also glorifies God. If you do an injury to someone you do not like, you will dislike him still more. If you do a favor to someone you do not like, you will love him more. My line is, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And what I mean by caring, you care enough to love them with the truth of the gospel. One of the works of mercy is to admonish the sinner. We've kind of forgotten that. Because people say, well, you don't want to make someone feel bad if you tell them adultery is not uh, you know, good, it's bad, it can send you to hell, or fornication, or active homosexuality. Because who am I to call them out? Well, let me just share with you, the scripture says that we are obliged to share the faith with these people. Because I always like to say this, and it's, it's, a real, it's a really a, a powerful statement that says it well, and not to be concerned. Uh, never worry about who will be offended if you speak the truth. Worry about who will be misled, deceived, and destroyed if you don't. And let me just give you an example. If we forget to pray for sinners because we say, you know what? I'm going to a ball game. I'm having fun. I'm not going to, I'll do whatever I do. Whatever pleases me, that's what I do. Well, that's not going to be well for you at your exit interview because the scriptures tell us, pick up your cross and follow me. Bishop Sheen likes to say, without Good Friday, there's no Easter Sunday. So what we're doing as Catholics, and these stories are going to tell us where they're standing up, you know, and saying, wait a minute. You're offending our Lord. You're offending our faith. We're not going to let you just sit there and do that. And this is why when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about a California secular school 
removing sacrilegious anti-Catholic photos from the curriculum after the pushback. And I use that word pushback. See, we can't just sit back and let them make these statements or activity that's offensive to God. Out of Christian charity, we have to speak up in charity and clarity that this is not the way of God. And, you know, I know we live in a world that acts like God doesn't exist. But that doesn't mean we as first century Christians, we have to be like that. We have to speak up. Think about the first 300 years of the Catholic Church. Persecution. But the growth of the church was phenomenal. And I would attest that because so many people were willing to make sacrifices to spread the faith, whether they lost their jobs. I think of this young man out in Louisiana. I talked about him yesterday, that he came on his social media saying that the month of June is dedicated to the sacred heart of Jesus, not to homosexuality. And two-thirds of his customer base left him. So, you know, you can go to LifeSite News to check on that one. But again, he made the ultimate sacrifice of his uh, business, that these people were only buying if you would just keep your mouth shut. And I think of that in our culture today. And tomorrow, when we have thousands of people praying litanies, a rosary, chaplet of divine mercy with with Bishop Joseph Strickland, the graces that are going to flow, I couldn't think of doing a better thing for those people who live lives contrary to the gospel, that we would be praying for them, making reparation for the sacrileges that are going on. And I want to share that later in the show, that the policy of the Dodgers is that, in their own code of conduct, it prohibits attire and language that mocks someone's race, creed, or religion. So why don't they just implement their policy for people who come to the Dodger game and say, we're not going to put up with people mocking others' religions. If this was going to mock Muslims, you know it wouldn't happen. Jews, no. Anti-Jewish, anti-Muslim. But for Christians and Catholics, see, it's a double standard. And that's why we're there to say, hey, this is wrong, and we're going to pray for their conversions and go in a direction of prayer and penance. That's where we're at right now, folks. So when we come back from the break, I want to talk about that, that a California school, uh, what happens when they have anti-Catholic images in their curriculum? Do we sit back and say nothing? No, Catholic families said, no, this is in Santa Barbara. He said, no, not on my watch. And I think it's inspirational for all of us to stand up for Jesus in these secular schools that are trying to undermine the moral teachings of Christianity. If you don't stand up, who will? I hope you will. That's what I'm going to do in season and out. That's what we do here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Stay with us, family. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. We'll be back after a quick moment. I got it. Archbishop Gomez wants people to pray Eucharistic adoration. Absolutely. That is fantastic. He's encouraging us to do that. But in addition, I believe going out and making a witness, physical witness at Dodger Stadium 
We're in parking lot 13 and 14, and we'll be having prayers. Bishop Strickland will be blessing our organization. There are groups, lots of Catholic groups joining us, not just one. And he'll bless us with the relic of St. John Paul II. And John Paul II was at Dodger Stadium in 1987. I was there. We had a big sign that said, we support you, Pope John Paul II. And now he's back with a relic to do the same thing. He's proclaiming Jesus Christ. And that's why we're here at Dodger Stadium. We want to invite you to come. Go to vmpr.org. Our flyer is right there on the website, encouraging you to come and pray with us and make a witness for Christ in a world that acts like God doesn't exist. Commercial I put out on social media. I thought you might like that and encourage people to come. All right. Thank you, Mr. Engineer. The next topic we want to talk about is the California schools removing sacrilegious anti-Catholic photos from the curriculum after a pushback. And this is Doe Publis High School will no longer include blasphemous photo in their curriculum. All right. Because why? Parents kick back. It's in Santa Barbara, California. They backed down after angry parents and students by including a blasphemous anti-Catholic photograph. So the Thomas More Society, love that group. They always defend our religious rights. They respond to a they respond uh, to the lawyer of Santa Barbara's Unified School District, confirming that the profane image will not be used in the theory knowledge curriculum going forward. And the school deliberate use of the duplicable image in a course required for an international student shows extremely poor judgment. Yeah, you think so. Thomas More Society, which is a bunch of good Catholic um, attorneys. Um, they uh, they got it out, this offensive picture. And I'll just describe it's horrible. It depicts our Lord on a crucifix, immersed in, yeah, urine. And this was creating widespread public outrage back in 1987. I remember that when it became known that it was created under a, a grant provided by taxpayer-funded National Endowment for the Arts. You see where our tax dollars go? Sad, isn't it? The public outrage ultimately resulted in Congress severely limiting the funding of the NEA. Now, this goes back quickly, just May 9th. The letter demanded by the society, by Thomas Mower Society of Attorneys to the Santa Barbara Unified School District. And this is what I want to encourage you. When you see things like this, we have to step up. Because on May 22nd, the response from the district's lawyers did not verify that the use of the image would be permanently discontinued and tossed aside, demanding the letter statement that the school was creating an illegal, hostile environment for Christians or Catholics. But the public comment portion of the Santa Barbara Unified School District Board meeting of of May 23rd featured overwhelmingly concern for parents and students over the inclusion of this sacrilegious image. The high school had rendered in the principal's original promise to remove the offensive image from the course material because the threat of a lawsuit from two separate parents in the case that the school did not honor the initial decision to scrub the profane photograph from its program drew resounding applause from those in attendance. See, it's that you got to stand up. And according to John Hayward, the senior at the high school, 
that a student who is rep- being represented by the Thomas More Society, having this sacrilege taken down from the school setting means a lot to all those who help call for the removal in it and when hate towards the Catholic faith is widespread. Just like it's hate towards the Catholic faith at Dodger Stadium with what they're doing and ridiculing our sisters. Yep. Uh, this is uh, prior to contacting the St. Thomas More, it was merely a symbolic movement until we had the weight of our legal letter. That's why it's important to get an attorney involved because they listen to the attorney more than just you. And our concern have been, indeed, were brushed off by the administrators who proudly defended their blasphemous curriculum as some sort of human right. See, if they didn't get the attorney involved, it would, nothing would have happened. So I think this is an example, A, of how we, as Catholics, have to stand up to the secular world with our faith, with charity and clarity, but not be quiet. Because when good men are quiet, evil abounds. So that's why tomorrow at Dodger Stadium in the parking lot 13, we're going to be there praying our rosary and making reparation for those sacrileges that the Dodgers are allowing and promoting. And what I don't really get in this is this. Why we have over 4 million Catholics in LA in the LA diocese. Okay? We need strong leadership to give these Catholics their marching papers to say stand up in the workplace, at home, at school for our Catholic faith. It seems we've been too timid. That's a soft word, timid. Christians aren't supposed to be timid. They're supposed to be bold and sharing the good news. I mean, if I was going to tell you about a restaurant that we had dinner at that was really, really great, wouldn't I want to tell everybody, go visit XYZ restaurant. They got good pizza. Of course I would. But we've got the best. It's our Catholic faith for eternal life. This life is so short, 60, 70, 80 for those who are strong. That's what the Bible says. No. We're going to stand up for Jesus in season and out. And what is incredibly important is how a school in California, liberal California where I live, that parents, a couple parents stood up and said, you're ridiculing my faith. Knock it off. And I think we just have to get to that point where we're willing to stand up. Because I keep saying this statement, and it's a powerful one. Never worry about who will be offended if you speak the truth. Worry about who will be misled, deceived, and destroyed if we don't speak the truth. And the truth is the gospel. And when you have error being promoted in the secular world, for example, of ridiculing our Catholic faith, we can't sit back and say, oh, well, not, it's not on my watch. It is on your watch. God from all eternity has put you in this time of history. Yeah. I'm an old guy. I'm in my mid-60s. And God says, Terry, I've got a job for you to do. And please, God, I will respond, say, yes, I will be happy to serve in season and out to the rest of my life with my prayers and sacrifices. I would encourage, again, folks who think about going to Dodger Stadium, we're going to have bathrooms there. We're going to have 
of some water. If people get thirsty, they bring their own water. Bring your own chair because for three hours, uh, three and a half hours, you you need to be able to sit down. Can't walk for you know three and a half hours. Most people, I can. I'm blessed, but not everybody. So, come to Dodger Stadium on the 16th feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Our own Bishop Joseph Strickland is flying all the way from Florida. He's at the Bishop's Conference. He's leaving a day early to join us for this march. I got to tell you, this is important for all of us to stand up for Christ, just like that school did, the California school in Santa Barbara. And when we come back from the break, I'm going to give you another example of a Catholic man, famous baseball pitcher, calling out the Dodgers. And you know what this does to his career? It's going to affect him poorly. Because we live in a culture that says, don't make waves. But you know what? His name is Trevor Williams. And I believe I should honor him because he's willing to put his faith on the line. And we'll talk about what he has to say and others have said. And I, uh, I really think... Clayton Kershaw, the renowned pitcher for the Dodgers, Christian man, said, you know, I just can't support this. We've, uh, we've seen Dodger a history where they were the first baseball team to allow blacks into baseball. Congratulations. That was, that was a wrong thing that, that we didn't have them in. And we were being prejudiced against the black community. The Dodgers let that Jackie Robinson story come in, 1947. And again, now we're sitting about prejudice against Christians and ridiculing them. Can you imagine if the Dodgers did this to any other group? What kind of response would happen? It's because quiet, because Catholics have been too quiet. They figured, well, the Catholics aren't going to say much. Well, that's where they're wrong now. They're waking up a sleeping giant. And we actually see that statistically. Yesterday on the air, I talked about how the values, Black Lives Matters, their, their support way down. Why? Because it's phony. People want authentic teachings. They have a natural tendency to want to go to truth, beauty. And that's our Catholic faith, if we'd only proclaim it. And that's why we're doing that at Dodger Stadium tomorrow. We want you to join us. We are live streaming it on Full Sheen Ahead uh, YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch it from home, you won't miss anything. We'll have it all. We're going to be interviewing all the different speakers there, and it'll be a lot of fun. And penance, because, you know, the Bible says it without, you know, that says that repent and believe in the gospel, saying that, and, you know, deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me. Well, our cross is we're going to spend hours praying, probably in a hot sun out in Dodger Stadium. Why? Because we want to make re restitution and reparation for error, for sins, for offenses against God, first of all. And then, of course, they're condemning, really, the, our sisters that are re living religious life as brides of Christ. Well, you know, us men, we, we protect, we're protectors. When you, when you attack the Catholic Church and its sisters, you're going to get a response. And I think that's what they're finding out, and I think that the Dodgers are going to get that same re response that Bud, Bud Weiser has gotten and also Target and other companies that are just going woke. And there's an old saying, go woke and go broke. 
because we now have woken up a sleeping giant. Catholic Church, other Christians, we even have Jewish rabbis coming tomorrow because they're made a good point. Who they're going to come after if, after the Christians? Same thing with the Nazis when they did the persecution of the Jews. We have to say enough's enough and we have to make rest, reparation for that sacrilege. And we know in the Bible, First Colossians says, I fill up what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ for the good of the church. So every action can be like a blank check. So we are going to offer the sacrifice, loading our trucks up, putting all the equipment out there, and give it all to Jesus. When we come back, talk about giving it all to Jesus. Trevor Williams, pitcher, or Major League Baseball with the Washington Senators, is going to tell us what he thinks as a Catholic, an devout Catholic, and what he's willing to stand up for. Another inspirational story for all of us. Stay with us, family. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. Did I tell you in my spare time I teach a class with my wife and Richard O'Bannon on converting to the Catholic faith every Tuesday night here at the Sacred Heart Chapel? And you can watch it. It's on our YouTube channel, Full Sheen Ahead. We go through 12 weeks using the Baltimore Catechism number four. We use Bishop Sheen's Life is Worth Living, the Life of Christ. Uh, we just give people the fundamentals and at the Anglican Ordinariate Parish People can become can baptize, be baptized in members of the Catholic Church in 12 weeks of formation. So we're excited about it, and I just wanted to give it a plug. Now, I keep saying that I've got inspiration from all kinds of people. This is Trevor Williams. He's a pitcher for the Washington Senators. I think they're called something different. That's my old days. He calls for a boycott for the Dodgers for honoring the LGBT activists with a Community Heroes Award. Um, I'm convinced that this Trevor Williams, uh, he's repeated his opposition. And check this out. Over 20 million times on Twitter, he's been viewed. Wow. He says, as a devout Catholic, I am deeply troubled by the Dodgers' decision to reinvite and honor the group called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence at their Pride Night this year. Williams previously wrote on Twitter, he called for a boycott of the Dodgers for honoring the LGBT activists with a Community Hero Award. And this is the statement I think is really well said. He says, we cannot stand idly by while our Lord gets mocked, Williams told EWTN in a clip posted yesterday. He noted that the Dodgers' own fan code of conduct prohibits attire and language that mocks someone's race, creed, or religion. Reminds me of a parent that says, we will not use foul language in my household. And he's using foul language. See what I'm saying? It's hypocrisy. But he says, when I saw how deeply offensive it was doing awful things to the cross, we won't even describe awful, that's a good way of saying it, doing awful things about our stations of the cross, <clears throat> it became a point where these negatives should not be honored and they shouldn't mock a certain group. William said, you shouldn't mock any group. That's the point. He said that anyone with two eyes and a brain can understand 
the mockery. Yes, it's very, very true. I kind of wonder, the only thing I can think of is if you're for that kind of lifestyle, you'll look the other way. Say, well, they're just having fun. Uh, American Magazine, which is a Jesuit magazine, which I would not, not recommend. It's very, very progressive. Michael Olafen attempted to defend the group by pointing to its support for charitable causes, even though the recipients are not exactly feeding the poor or housing the homeless. You know what they they call them uh, charitable causes? Castrating young boys. That's not a that's not a charitable cause. They want checks, uh, sex changes. They're all for it. They'll fund it. See, why would you want to support someone like that unless you're supporting that lifestyle? And here, as a Catholic, that's offensive to us and to the to our Lord. So the grant recipients, at least listed on their group's website, include. Are you ready for this? I haven't mentioned this yet. This is something I just found out. Terror Cards, Magic Shop, Sacred Space for Queers, and Two-Spirited People, and an organization that provides education, gender-affirming clothes, resources to transgender youth and young adults. Yeah, giving money to pay for the cost of... And you know, just a sad note, 80% of those young people, male and female, regret having their sex changed. And that's a sad statistic. This grant goes to purchase chest benders and clothing for uh, California students. Now, the, initi- the invitation that was given by the Dodgers, it was canceled because we had a lot of you know, callback. And then they got reinvited. It's drawn national coverage around the world, actually. Now, several groups, including Virgin Most Powerful Radio and Catholics for Catholics are the two main groups who are organizing this campaign. As a matter of fact, my name is on the permit for the L.A. Police Department. I'm willing to put my name on a piece of paper that anybody can look at and say, hey, who is this guy, Terry Barber? Well, I'll tell you who I am. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, and I believe in the teachings of Christ, and I believe that I need to share that with anyone who will listen. So we have Bishop Joseph Strickland. He's going to be carrying a first-class relic of St. John Paul II. He'll be blessing us with that in the procession. Uh, the baseball player said, I believe it is essential that we speak up with charity and clarity when the truth that Jesus died to share is blasphemed or ignored. See, that's what they're saying. That he died and rose for us all and that we can't tire of sharing the good news. This is a statement that Bishop, Sheen, Bishop Strickland said when I was on his show, I get a chance to interview Bishop Strickland every week on Tuesdays right after the Terry and Jesse show. You don't want to miss him. He's he's a, an anomaly because he speaks out so boldly on the faith. He said, all who will gather at Dodger Stadium are beloved children of God. Yes, every one of us, good or bad, they're children of God. And they are free to reject his love. But we must continue to tell them that they are beloved of God. And his son Jesus calls us to repent of our sins. You see, this is what is incredibly challenging. The Bible makes it clear. Repent and believe in the gospel. That's the gospel message. You notice you don't get mercy without repentance. And some of us in the church, as I mentioned 
the eight modern errors every Catholic should know from Monsignor Charles Pope last week, <coughs> that one of them is universal salvation. Everybody thinks they're going to go to heaven, so why go out and pray? Why go out and be good? If it's, you know, God will let you in. That's not how it works. Now, commenting on the relic of St. John Paul II, Bishop Strickland said that the saint is an appropriate intercessor for this because his pontificate was all about the splendor of truth. And that's the document he wrote, Veritatis Splendor in 1993. And that's translated to the splendor of truth. So we are proud to partner with lots of groups, Virgin Most Powerful Radio, Catholics for Catholics, America Needs Fatima, Catholic Vote, and LifeSite News, Church Militant. All of them are helping us. See, this is what we call unity. We need to block arms. That's when we're most powerful. Now, the uh, fact that all these Catholic groups are joining us, more the merrier. And we actually have non-Catholic groups coming. We have a Jewish rabbi who's going to say this was wrong to ridicule Catholics. He's going to be speaking. We actually have our Protestants having their own little um, track right after our little track. They're going to use our equipment. Who, You know what? They're standing up for us and saying this is bigotry. You know, no one should be persecuting any religious group. And again, what I want to remind everybody that... Dodgers, and this is something that we should make clear. Dodger Stadium, when you go in there, you have a conduct of you know, the fans. have a conduct they have to recognize. You cannot uh, use uh, attire or language that mocks someone's race, creed, or religion. So you can't go in there and say, I don't like Lebanese people like me. That's illegal. You can't do it. But why is their policy one thing and their actions another. We used to call that hypocrisy. And that's what I'm calling it. And we're calling the Dodgers out to say, look, if you're going to persecute Christianity, then we're going to boycott you. We're not going to support you in any way. And I think that when they see that we have thousands of people coming out tomorrow at this event, it's going to make them realize Hey, we don't want to be Budweiser. We don't want to be Target. I mean, money talks for them. It's all about money. And I think that uh, we're grabbing them with the truth of the gospel, and we're also going to have a two-fold punch, so to speak, spiritually speaking. One, our prayers, and that the presence of us to go out there and make a witness for Christ and his church is going to speak volumes, because actions speak louder than words. And I want to encourage you, just like this baseball pitcher, Trevor Williams, he's saying, you know what? Boycott the Dodgers baseball games. Can you imagine? I know they got like 28,500 people who are season holder tickets. But what would happen if, you know, they have the largest attendance in baseball. They got 3.3 million people that come over a course of the season. Wouldn't it be interesting to see them drop in attendance because of this debacle that they did by giving an award to an anti-Catholic group, anti-Christian group, and then it hits them in their pocketbook? 
This will give an example to all the Major League Baseball teams to think awful hard about supporting the woke culture. Remember I said go woke and go broke. All right, when we come back from the break, my final topic, again, it's a theme, Stand Up for Jesus Month. I mean, you know, the Sacred Heart. I'm going to talk about another California high schoolers revolting over the LGBT pride video, and it was shown in a math class. And the kids are saying, turn it off. That has nothing to do with math. And the teacher is saying, oh, you're going to get punished for this. Well, being punished for doing the right thing, I guess our Lord was punished too for calling people out. But we have to be imitators of him, as St. Paul says. So I want to encourage you to stay with us because I want to give you another story of not adults, young kids standing up for the faith. And again, that's what we're doing at Dodger Stadium tomorrow, parking lot 13, starting at 3 o'clock, the Divine Mercy Hour. Join us or watch it on YouTube, our full Sheen Ahead. We're going to have it streamed right to your home. If you can't make it, and we'd love to see you there with us praying as a prayer partner. We come back to talk about some young children. I call them children. They're in high school. Standing up for what's right and wrong. Stay with us, family. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Wow, welcome back. Hey, big news, breaking news. Starbucks has banned the Pride decorations in its stores halfway through Pride Month. The company's workers' union has revealed. Left-wing trans activists claim this means Starbucks is caving. You know what I say? Keep up the good work, folks. It's working. You see, Starbucks doesn't want to become Target or Bud, and they're realizing, hey, knock it off. And again, we're pushing back. This is what's going on in the world right now, where you have pushback, not only from the Catholic Church, but from all people of goodwill. All right, another pushback. High school students revolt over LGB pride videos shown in the math class. And this is funny in one sense. The student's teacher threatened them with a Saturday school for next year for deriding the pro-life, pro, not pro-life, pro-LGBT video. Can you imagine that? You know where she stands, don't, don't you? So this viral video shows a teacher reprimanding students at a Catholic high school. It's in Huntington Beach, not far from where I'm sitting, who revolted against being shown this pro-LGBTQ uh, and all the letters pride video in class. It's an example of continually raising tensions with the push for LGBT acceptance in the public school education, which we're fighting back. The clip shows multiple high school students registering verbal displeasure at being shown a 50-second Pride Month video in a math class declaring at Edison, we should make all students feel welcome here, no matter their gender or sexual orientation. So if you're out in proud uh, closet or even just an ally, be proud of who you are. And most importantly, don't forget to love each other. Amidst the choir of laughter, boos, and boos, several comments from students can be heard, including, Stop it! Turn it off! 
why are you showing this to kids? <laughs> they're, they're great. In response, the teacher warns the objectors, if you're going to be inappropriate, who's being inappropriate, lady? Oh, my gosh. I will have a supervisor down and give all of you a Saturday school for next year. So knock it off. You know what I love about these kids? They took it on the chin and said, no, this is wrong. And we're going to stand for it. It's another generation coming up. It's got some guts. We need that. Now, conservative filmmaker Robbie Starbuck, who published a video, added that he was told that the video was played in all classes that day, not just as math classes. At the Edison High School, did not respond to a request from comment from Fox News. Of course they wouldn't. This is in Huntington Beach. Among those speaking out in Huntington Beach's Republican Mayor Pro Team Gracie, Mark, who, who liberals have criticized for publishing the video and encouraged parents to confront the local school board about it. Good for him. We should. Parents have a right to confront the school. Across the nation, controversy has exploded in recent years over schools adopting classroom material, library books that seek to expose sexual themes and activities to children, often in very graphic detail, with pornographic imagery depicting specific yeah, sex acts, as well as to instill in children acceptance of homosexuality and belief that gender is flexible. The problem, conservatives say, is compounded by the prevalence of teachers hostile to the notion that parents' wish, wishes should be president, should have a precedence in what values are instilled in their children. Yeah, they're, they're basically saying, parents, shut up. We know what, what's best for your kids. And as a parent, I'd say, no, I won't shut up. Now, the issues along the promotion of the ideological message regarding this issue, like race and taxpayer-funded education, have fueled a parent backlash that has been credited with Republican gains. You know, conservatives are going to gain because this whole thing is under the Democratic Party. Let's just be honest with it. Look what happened this week at the, at the, at the White House. President Biden baptized Catholic, invites all the LGBT people, and he's saying, we're just so proud. We're a nation that's a, that has a lot of pride. And I, I saw that Bishop Strickland tweeted saying, yeah, you nailed it. Pride goes before the fall. But here's the point I'm making. The people that went there are immoral. They don't know it, I'm going to assume, because I saw what happened. One of the ladies exposed herself thinking that, yeah, this is all good. Well, you know what the response from the government was? We're not going to invite here again next year. Well, I'll have a better idea. Let's vote this guy out as a Catholic conscience for being so supportive of killing unborn babies and promoting homosexual marriage, which he's done a couple weddings himself as the vice president of the United States, and call him out and call him to repent as a baptized Catholic. We love Joe Biden. We just don't love his immorality that he's promoting because it's inconsistent with the Catholic faith. And I don't care if the Pope won't call him out, his bishop won't call him out, Joe Sixpack, me, I'll call Joe Biden out. Why? Because I love him enough to tell him, knock it off. What you're doing is you're endangering your soul to go to hell for all eternity. And I'm here to tell you that you need to repent and believe in the gospel like me. I'm repentant. 
Joe Biden, get the confession. Change your promoting of the culture of death to a promotion of life. I would love to see your conversion. And I pray for it every day. Nancy Pelosi and all those who say they're Catholic, but don't act like it. I mean, just because you say uh, you know, you're, you're Catholic, that doesn't mean you're Catholic. When you reject the deposit of faith like these people have, they're no longer practicing Catholics. And I hear them say, oh, I'm a practicing Catholic. No, you're not, dude. You're not a practicing Catholic when you uh, uh, attack and kill unborn babies and promote uh, same-sex so-called marriage. There's none of that. The Bible makes it clear. Our church's perennial teachings are clear. Why? Because the church's number one point is what we have in the canon law, the last canon, for the salvation of souls. And so for the salvation of souls, we're going to go be down to Dodger Stadium tomorrow and pray and make a public appearance that says anti-Catholicism is off limits. We do not want you to persecute any religion because of its faith. And that's what Dodger Stadium, Dodger Club, they're promoting the ridiculous, what they call sisters of perpetual indulgence. They're homosexual men who, who are dressed as nuns to ridicule our faith. Can you imagine, folks, if they dressed as an imam for the Muslims and ridiculed that religion? It would, they couldn't get away. Or they did something with the Jewish religion. No. But why is it that they are doing it to the Catholic Church and Christians in general and ridiculing our faith and they say that's okay because they do great charitable work? As I said, it's not charitable work to pay for some child to be castrated all right, for a sex change. 80% of those kids are going to regret it. And you're affirming that, Mr. President? Dodger Stadium? You know, I mean, the very fact that Starbucks restaurants and the coffee shops all over the country have stopped having the flag of the homosexuals in their store, that tells me money talks. Because people are saying, I don't want to see it. And I think that more people of goodwill will stand up as these three stories that I just shared with you, the Major League Baseball pitcher, the California school up in Santa Barbara, and then the students in Huntington Beach have one thing in so one th common theme. What is that common theme? Truth. The truth is homosexuality is an offense against God and against the person's dignity. And we have to share that with love and devotion, and that's what we're going to do tomorrow at Dodger Stadium. If you can join us there, 3 o'clock, the hour of mercy. Get there an hour early. I'm going to be there at 11 a.m. setting up. Yeah, why? Because I want to offer this as a sacrifice for the salvation of souls. Because remember, I said this every close of the show, and this fits it again. Souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. Our Lady of Fatima said that. So what do we do? We pray and make sacrifices for the salvation of souls, especially sinners. That implementing of the gospel today, we're going to do that. We're going to love our enemies. And believe me, those people are not happy that we're out there. They think it would be nice if we just stay home and pray because they think, that's it. I don't want to see you. But remember what Bishop Sheen said. You may not like somebody, but you can still love because loving is a duty. It is good for your soul to love and it also glorifies God. If you do it, an injury to someone, 
you do not like, you will dislike him still more. If you do a favor to someone you do not like, you will love him more. What's my favor to people who don't like me? My prayers, my sacrifices, for them to know the meaning and purpose of life. And the way to know the meaning and purpose of life is to have Jesus Christ in your life and have his pride, the church, the sacraments. I'm going to give it all, man. You're looking for love in all the wrong places, dude. That's why we promote the Catholic faith, because it is true. And again, my last pitch, we will have uh, bathrooms out there in the parking lot. Bring your bottles of water. Uh, bring uh, a chair so you can sit, because we're going to be marching and praying litanies for a couple hours and for that, for that long a period, you are going to need to be able to sit down. And you'll hear some inspirational speakers. I'm hoping and praying that the sisters that come, we can honor them with a standing ovation, which I think we should. And I just want to thank those people who have helped us financially to put this event on. If you'd like to support us, go to vmpr.org and make a donation. If you want to call me, my phone just on this hour, I got lots of people to call back, but my cell number is 661-972-7872. Call me if you'd like to support us in this mission. If you can't make it and you say, you know what, here's $100 to help pay for that PA system that you just rented for thousands and thousands of dollars of the equipment that we're bringing in. All of it costs money, but you know what? God will provide through you because we're all instruments of God. I want to thank you. And if Jesse was here, I'd say, Jesse, what state should we be living in? And my brother Jess would say, the state of grace, Terry. And I said, yep, that's why I want to encourage anybody going to Dodger Stadium tomorrow. Get to confession this week. Come in the state of grace. Pray your rosary. Pray the litanies with us. Pray, pray your prayers with a bunch of Catholics. And we will turn the world around by our prayers and our actions. I want to thank everybody again for your support. We'll be at Dodger Stadium at 3 o'clock and pray at lot number 13. And we also have the men's conference on Saturday. You're welcome to come. There's still room for the Johnny Romero and Jesse Romero conference here at Sacred Heart Chapel beginning at 8 a.m. on Saturday. We've got a busy week ahead of us. We get the rest. You know what? I'd rather burn out than rust out. All right, folks. Thanks again for joining us here on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. May God richly bless you and your family. And thanks for supporting us. Couldn't do it without you. And I love doing it. Can you tell? God love you.